Yeah, you can hear yourself, but I'll take it off. There we go. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Welcome back to Card Face. Welcome back, friends and enemies. <laughs> so JK. many enemies. I no, would be no, no. flattered if anyone who considered us an enemy actually listened to us. That would be great. Do you ever so. do you hate, listen, watch, read anything? I do mm. all the time. Uh, not so much lately, but I yes, I'm quite quite well versed in all of those behaviors mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. lately i just i don't know I, i've been doing some hate reading actually it's not true you want to talk it, about I, it if, if we talk if we like extend it to social media yeah which you know makes course. hate reading so efficient yeah it's all right there yeah. um i don't want to talk about it nah all right I've i came in with a positive fucking attitude oh yeah why no reason whatsoever just uh just was like fuck it Fuck it. Let's be happy. Let's be happy. I get. I, let's let's act happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I also. I don't. I mean, I don't want to make this show into the re- retail nightmares cheerleading squad because, as you know, I'm a retired cheerleader. But <laughs> I listened to all of the most recent episode of Retail Nightmares this it, morning, and it just made me happy. They're so good. I just want to always have those girls in my home, and by girls, yes. I mean women. Yeah. I always want to hear them talking to each other. Yeah. That's to me is a pod. That's every podcast that I like is I like those people talking to each other. Oh. Not this one. (laughs) (laughs) This one is hard news. Yeah. And we're not pleasant. I'm not. Mm -hmm. That's what I was told this week. I'm not. (laughs) Yeah. Tell me about (laughs) that. Yeah. Yeah. I have a grading personality. And I just thought I've achieved it. I've achieved everything I've wanted. You know, for, for, 35-ish, 40 years, I was always the nice one. Mm-hmm. And so I feel, well, and many people. What were people, those first, where'd the other five years go? The formative 40. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. well, I've come into my own now okay. in the last five. Okay. Yeah. And you're having, I'd so, to me, that's a hard disagree. Um, but okay. I don't know the, and I'm not going to ask, I don't know the context of this person in your life. Mm-hmm. So like. You know, it, if it's the checker at Costco, dismiss. I'm going to no, say you I, can dismiss I'm always opinion. nice to the people at Costco. I'm sure you are. Because I'm sure you are. They're working their butts off yeah. and standing on concrete often. Right. And right. that's and, but the benefits are good. Yeah. That's no, what I'm just I'm saying told. if if she offered you that assessment, which she wouldn't because you would obviously be super nice, uh, I would say, yeah, let that one go. But So let me tell you about my experience today on the train. Yes. Now, this is not the person who said I have a grading personality. Sure. I under I see what you did there. Yeah. A little, a little deflection. Uh huh. I see right through you, motherfucker. Okay. Please but, cut that. I hate when I say motherfucker like that. <laughs> I'm gonna just loop it. Fuck. It's gonna start over. It's, the beginning of this episode is just gonna go motherfucker, motherfucker, uh, motherfucker, motherfucker, no. over please and over no. and over. Maybe I'll put a beat on it. Go ahead and open up those high chews. I got I'm you gonna, some mango high chews. Okay. Chews. I'm gonna put my mic down for a okay. second. You talk. All right. Yeah. And and. Listener, I got to tell you, you do not know how much editing I do to these things so that you don't have to listen to us chew because they're high chews. And that means how much chewing, a low amount of chewing, an expected amount of chewing, or a high amount of chewing. I'll tell you, the answer is a high amount of chewing. Now, I got Lori a, let's say it's a 10-pack, 10-pack, 12-pack, somewhere in there. Mango only. And if you don't realize 
the mango high chews are the best, then you don't listen to this podcast and you need to get on board. Today on the train, 10. We got 10 in there. Lori took out one, unwrapped it, then folded the the the, the package, the stick, the the... I don't know. It's it's like in a gum pack, so it looks long. And as we learned from Helen Rosner on Twitter, Haichu was created, and I'm not fact-checking because why would I? She works at The New Yorker, so I don't have to fact-check. It was probably already fact-checked before she even tweeted it. But she uh, told us that Haichu was created in Japan because taking things out of your mouth in public is considered rude. Therefore, chewing gum can be difficult. Again, don't know, but... That feels right. Uh, and Haichu was created to give you the sense of chewing, but then it just magically disappears. Are you done chewing? How'd I do? That was a perfect amount of time for me to consume one Haichu. And have a micro nap. It, as you were saying the word disappear, it was disappearing. And Although not really. It was just relocating, let's be honest. <laughs> See you soon, old friend. <laughs> or not. <laughs> so I was on a crowded train today, and... If you've never experienced New Jersey Transit, you don't understand joy. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's every passenger just radiating We're all joy. so happy. It never feels like, oh my God, I'm doing the same thing again. Mm-hmm. I can go into New York Penn Station or I can go into Hoboken. I'm smart enough now where mm-hmm. I check to see where are the delays. Are we holding for Amtrak? Should I yeah. expect an hour wait mm-hmm. uh, to get into the, to the city? If so, I go to to Hoboken. So I went on the Hoboken train. Now, those are the shit trains. Those are the 1970s. Oh, they're terrible. And the toilet is just a hole. You just pee right on the tracks. I would not. I would. I have. Oh. Oh, I would just. I think you can go right on the train car. No (laughs) one's going to know. Like, don't even go into the bathroom. It's just going to mix in into the flow of humanity that's on the floor of the train. (laughs) It's a crowded train. I am a person who I pride myself. In immediately getting up, if I see someone who needs my seat, mm-hmm. even people who don't need my of seat, course. We get I'm, it. I'm up. Ned I'm a great Flanders. person. Yep. Great person. Not Don't have a grading personality. <laughs> At Milburn. And people who know the Morris Essex line, you know exactly who I'm talking about. I don't. So one, well, you don't ride the line. I used to. But I wrote it in reverse. Yeah, so you would never so have seen this person. Tell me, the, tell me what the Milburn stereotype is, because I think that's kind of what we're doing. Uh, an here. empowered, rich, white person. Got it. <laughs> empowered, meaning they've never thought about anyone else's feelings in their mm-hmm. life, and they might not realize that other people uh, are just trying to live their lives, and they, they aren't bit players in this white person's starring role. Got it. As a monster. <laughs> right. <laughs> in heels. And, and so... I'm in a I'm in a five seater, meaning two of us yeah. are facing the other three. Oh. Terrible! It's the only seat that I could have. I stood for a while, and then I'm like, "Oh, there are other seats. I'm not going to take anyone's seat. Let me take the worst seat possible." Yeah, fine. In- inside corner. No, I'm between the other two people, so oh. I'm on the two, and then the the three side that has two people, yeah. and my knees are right in between, and we're fine. Yeah. Uh, there's a woman, a man. Woman has her purse on the seat. It's fine. She's not taking anyone's seat. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Or is she? Says well, the monster. Well, she's taking privileged Milburn woman's seat. Oh, and she shit. comes trotting on there, talking loudly. Oh, and we're in the quiet car. Oh. It, number one rule, shut the fuck up in the yep. quiet car. You shut the fuck up. Yep. <laughs> you shut the fuck up. 
You don't say anything. If you say thank you to someone, you say it like this. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Like you're, yes. you're silent. Silent. It's as close to church as I get other than going to Wegmans on Sunday mornings. Mm-hmm. The quiet car. The quiet car. So with you on that. <laughs> and the Milburn woman comes on and says, oh, I don't see any seats today. I guess I'm going to have to stand. No, that's my cue. Okay. I'm happy to get up. Mm-hmm. But I look around. There are plenty of seats. Now, they're in three-seaters, so she's going to have to sit in the middle. Sure. So she's going to have to s- ask somebody to stand up. Yeah. But instead, she comes to our five-seater. And our knees are almost touching already. And she goes, oh, can I squeeze in? That purse is going to have to go. And I was like, <laughs> it was shocking. Yeah. There was a person of color who had her purse, and this rich white woman is coming on. She goes, uh, you can just put it on your lap. No and, shit, asshole. Yeah, and the, the woman who was sitting there already had moved it. I mean, she's, yeah. she's fine. She's moving it. No big deal. <laughs> Milburn woman says, oh, you can put the purse beside him if you want. Like starting to direct where this yeah. purse should go, meaning she's she can just boss. sit it beside me. Yeah. And the woman's like, she's not, she has her headphones in. She's not going to engage. God bless because her. Because we all know where this is going. And yeah. it's going down very, very quickly. And there's yeah. going to be a confrontation. And she said, oh, uh, I guess you don't want to move your purse then and put it beside him. Guess not. No, it's already what? been resolved. It's already she's got been it on resolved. her lap, It's right? already been resolved. And I look this woman dead square in the eyes sitting across from me. And I just make the most disgusted face. Yes. And I said, you need to be quiet. Oh, my God. You're the best person ever. And I left. <laughs> now, do I have a grading personality? Of course I do. <laughs> We're real warm now. I love that mm-hmm. story. I, I would love for it to survive in some form. Because oh, okay. I, I mean, you're like, okay, I'll just do the complex edit that that will take. <laughs> Fuck you. Why don't you post one Instagram photo a day and shut the fuck up. Um, this is me telling you that I feel that I am not doing as much labor as you are on the podcast. Oh, and no, no, no. a source no. of enduring shame. No, you're the talent. <laughs> you're the talent. Fuck you. Lori. Yes. I've gotten a little bit of feedback, and by that, I'm totally making it up and just using it as an excuse. Sure. People don't know who we are. We have a lot of new listeners. Hello, mm. listeners. Hi, listeners. Do we really? Yeah. We haven't discussed this off mic. That's exciting. Hi. Hi. They don't know who we are. I've, I was, I've been told that in earnest um, by people. Yeah, I don't even know who you are. Well, well fuck then, you. Then why are you telling me that you don't know who I am? Because I'm standing right in front. Like, it right. doesn't make any sense. That feedback yeah. makes no sense. It, However... Listeners, you deserve to know who we are. We won't actually tell you much. But who we are. Lori is a haichu eater. And mm-hmm. she continues to eat haichu on mic. And I'm going to have to silence this portion. I mean, that's fine. I know how to do that. Right now, she's making just big sloppy chew sounds. You can't hear it because she's moved her mic away. And I've edited it. So don't. My mouth is closed. Uh, you're fine. I'm dying in shame. I took a tiny oh, bite of you're... what is already a very small candy. So eat a dick. <laughs> My name is Lori Williver, and I am a... 
Yes. Somebody asked me in a in a professional semi professional context the other day, what well, what's so like what's your job? Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, I just put down writer slash assistant. So that has been my identity, but really kind of assistant slash writer. Doesn't matter which one comes first. Um, I had a job as an assistant. I don't really assist that person anymore. Uh, That person has died. And so I am in a state of figuring out what comes next. But it will be writing. Okay. And I might be like cleaning houses or something. I don't know. That's fine. I can't. I want. I, I I do. And I do not want a job. Yeah. I would like to have a an easy job. <laughs> Here's what I want, universe. I want an easy job uh-huh. where I never have to leave my house. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh that still requires me to be smart and interact with smart people, but never in person. Sure. And I'm pretty much describing the job that I just had that uh that ended uh far too soon. Yeah. So <laughs> hit me up, everybody, with your <laughs> Dream job 2.0, because I'm ready for it. So can I have fun with this or not? Please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So let's say you were working for someone who had a show on CNN. (laughs) Would you, let's go through the list. Would you be personal assistant to Don Lemon? No. Anderson Cooper? I think so, yes. Yeah, I think the right answer is yes. Yeah. And I stopped watching CNN a long time ago, so I don't know. Did you? Sure, I'm a big Fox News person. <laughs> uh, did you watch Parts Unknown? Of course. That's on CNN. You would you would find some other way to watch. I it. know, I know. But other th- other than other than Parts Unknown, Laura, you do have work though. Yes, and, yes, and I do. And one of them I knew about, and one of them was recently announced, mm-hmm. and I. F- found it out via you sending me someone's tweet which I thought was great so thank you so Um, much for letting me know that you (laughs) are working on the next two Anthony Bourdain books can you talk about those um a tiny bit sure yeah and they're both I guess some matter of some public record but it's extremely early to talk about either one of them but I'll just say one is a travel book that I've been slowly working on for a while and by which I mean making excuses to go on trips <laughs> mm-hmm. and traveling. Mm-hmm. And the other um, book, so that, so it's a travel book involving some of the stuff that Tony has done. Is there uh, new content in it? Or I is it kind of a repackaging? Yeah, no, it's not a repackaging. I'm not going to say too much more about it because okay. it's, it has changed significantly since Tony died. And I guess if you want to say like, who are we? And I've been, you know, dancing around this for yeah. for several minutes now, even though if you've listened before, you know, I used to be Anthony Bourdain's assistant. Uh, that job is no longer necessary, which is deeply unfortunate. So I am uh, now Anthony Bourdain's former assistant and uh, a writer. Uh, so the set and we have anyway, uh, please help me out with all my false starts. Uh, the other book hey, is Lori. A, yeah, Lori. Yeah. Who did you used to work for? Anthony Bourdain. And so you don't work for him anymore. I, I don't. I yeah. I, I mean Yeah. I feel like I do. Yeah, I bet. I do in a way, but he's not here to have any new needs. So we're yes. trying to But the estate has needs and I would assume and I don't want you to go into detail, you're are you still involved? Yes. Great. 
Yes. You're also working on two projects. Correct. One that was started before his death and one that was announced shortly after his death. Can you tell Correct. us about the one, the first one? Yes. The first one is a travel book that kind of shines a light on some of the best things that uh, Tony did, saw, ate, places he went to, people he met yeah. um, in his um, television travels. And and people love that stuff, right? Yeah. I mean, people love it. I I was attacked by monkeys because of him, as <laughs> listeners to this show know. Yep. Uh, I did ask him to apologize, and he mm-hmm. did apologize. And then, of course, I flatly rejected that apology because <laughs> it was one of the best experiences of my life. Uh, so th- that pretty much sums me up. That's yep. all you need to know about me. My name's mm-hmm. Chris Thornton. Hello. So people love... Oh, Yeah. It, I think many people loved how he experienced the world mm -hmm. and I'm sure it's still taking shape but do you think that this book will be similar to what he would have his tips his travel you know go go see this go try that that type of thing or not yes and more I think is the answer to that question Um, this was something that we had been talking about and slowly working on for for a long time you know something he had signed off on in its entirety the the concept um but he he, we're still kind of early in the process yeah you got to figure out what what that is so that one's going to come out in a while that was already underway soonish and and you know in publishing would never ask you for a actual date because god knows fuck if i know is is exactly that's great so look that that up on amazon fuck if i know publishing date and then there's a second book that was recently announced i found out about it uh, because you texted me a tweet saying, oh, and this is happening. And it was a tweet yeah. uh, announcing that. And I can't remember who it is. It, it was, was Paula Forbes. Oh, yeah. Paula she Forbes. She got the scoop. And she gets up early and she checked her trade publications. Yeah, she, I mean, she didn't get the scoop. She well, read a p- trade publication. She got there right. first. So she good the, job, she Paula got the, Forbes. Cookbook newsletter scoop. Absolutely. She read the cookbook yeah. newsletter scoop. And you, your name was in there. Yep. Uh, can you tell us about that one? Yes. Well, it's all. I'll say it's not a cookbook. Um, <laughs> just want to. I just want to acknowledge that. I don't know if uh, any of our listeners utilize the automated prescription refill services of Dwayne Reed and/or Walgreens, which are sort of interchangeable mm-hmm, in New York. Mm-hmm. But they do not leave you fucking alone no, they until they want you medicine. to you, swallow the pill in front of the right pharmacist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, so, you swallow it and show me your mouth. <laughs> yeah. So they just call and call. So so there's so Paula Forbes got the scoop that sure. you're working on another project related to Bourdain. Can right. you tell us about that? This yeah this it's uh, an oral biography of Anthony Bourdain. So it's the story of his life told through the stories of from people who uh, knew him throughout his life. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Now, I'm really excited about this. I'm smiling as I talk you about You are this smiling. <laughs> you are smiling and and I can only assume I'm on the list. I've made the list. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I knew him so well. Yeah, yeah So yeah. well. <laughs> Do you want to yeah. put um Unfuck My Life Anthony Bourdain transcripts in there? Yes, totally. Yeah, well, I mean, it. I'll put or like just on the cover next to your photo. Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, or somewhere tucked into your forward or you your afterward. Yeah, can you put the carb face logo somewhere <laughs> yeah. on the back? That'd be it's going to be a hard plastic wrap outside the hardcover <laughs> book. Subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> to pay five bucks extra for the key to unlock mm, the plastic wrap. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Have we let that? Have we taken that as far as we can? I, I think, think you did so. Great. Yeah. I think you did Our great. guest is here. I'm. I do not want to monologue because I want to eat some high chews. 
great. Bye. Bye. <laughs>Our next guest is someone who came and visited us in February in New York uh, while he was at IACP. His name is Nick Sharma. We loved having him. He has a new book coming out. He's going to talk a little bit about that and a lot of other good things. Take it away, Nick. What? Don't touch her? No, tell me to tell her that before I walk in. Oh, yeah. Butter her up. (laughs) I hold all the strings. Not really. You hold them all. Chris is completely in charge. Don't. Oh, come on. <laughs> Do you want to have a fight? Yes, yes. Yeah, what am I in charge yeah, what's of? What's the point of having a guest? What am I in charge of? Everything. What? Everything. No, I don't want to have this fight. The computer? I don't want to have this fight. The microphone? Are you guys going to throw jelly beans at each other? We yeah. might. <laughs> we might. Let's, All right. Let's uh, pay attention to our guests. So Nick, we can always and, fight later. Who are you? Who am I? Um, Introduce yourself. Tell okay. us who you are. My name is Nick Sharma. Yeah. I am a freelance food writer and photographer, and I also write a column for the San Francisco Chronicle. Called? A Brown Kitchen. And why did you call it that? Um, it was actually, honestly, at that time, the best name c- to come up with because I have a blog called A Brown Table. Mm-hmm. Mm. So you went from the table to the, the kitchen. kitchen. You know, the whole, like, a brown thing is yep. my... I'm dominating that, yeah. Uh, Nick, wh- why uh, is the color brown so important to you? Well, the color of my skin. Uh-huh. But the name, I guess this is where we're leading. The name actually wasn't my idea. It was my husband's idea when I started my blog and I couldn't come up with the name. And he said, I think you should just call it Brown Boy. Wow. And I said, hmm, I don't know how people are going to respond to that. Yeah. Let's do a brown table because I feel like that's some has like a better connection to food yeah Yeah. um and the seo is a little stronger brown boy you don't know where that's going i have no idea yeah right but it could make for good traffic it could (laughs) yeah it's all about the sales right looking for entertainment (laughs) of one kind finding quite another finding some delicious recipes (laughs) instead um you are from india is that correct yes i grew up in bombay and and then I moved to uh, uh, Cincinnati, Ohio. What wow. for grad school? Can we uh, talk about Kings Island? You know, I've only been once. Did you ride the beast? No, I don't do. Okay, <sighs> I would think against wow. seeking cheap thrills and paying for it. Um, I do not do any sort of crazy amusement. Nothing or that could kill you. Like, yeah. no. That's not your thing. It's definitely not my thing. You're not a thrill seeker. No, I always tell people that, you know, I lived in India and you have like these thrills that you don't have to pay for. You're always mm-hmm. like, you know, in a developing nation, I always joke about this, that you, um, you're you in a different, you can get those thrills by like going in a rickshaw and falling out of it on the, on yeah. the highway, right? Right. right. Life I don't want to. exciting enough. Yeah. Need to I've go really never the- been. You don't need the world's biggest wooden roller coaster to do <laughs> no, that. No, I do you. not need to walk. What what is the tower in Chicago with the glass steps yeah. that you can uh, walk up? Yeah, used to be the Sears Tower, but whatever yeah, it is, I yeah. won't be. On that. I All also right. don't like heights. I have a fear of heights. Okay. So. All right. Yeah. What else are you afraid of? Um, lizards. <laughs> I'm really scared of lizards. Liz- Wait, what? Yeah, I lizards am- or blizzards. Lizards. I'm oh, okay. Really I thought you were afraid of lots of like snow. the little ones that okay. when you go to Texas and they're on the wall, yeah, mm. and then they start making that clicking sound. Nice. What do you I do? will leave. And that, this is why I live in California because it's at least where I'm at, it's cold enough so you don't see a lot. Um, and when we lived in D.C. Um, and Ohio, it's too cold for lizards to really be out there. Yeah. So, right. was, so far, it's been the perfect. So you'll never go to Texas? 
I've been. That's yeah, but, but you <laughs> won't go but back. Li- but you yeah. leave. Lizard free zone. I don't. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I get goosebumps. Nope. Anything else that you're afraid of? I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. just those two. Just those two things. So Fine. you left a, a career and pharmaceutical. Is that right? Yes, I was a geneticist testing um, prescription drugs. Sure. I was doing prescription drug studies, but I left that because I really wanted to take the blog in the next direction mm-hmm. and do what I really wanted to do, which was uh, go to culinary school. So I did what David Lebowitz wrote about once somewhere on his blog. Um, don't give up anything. Go and wet yourself. Work in a kitchen. Likelihood of having success of going to culinary school is so low. And I had never taken a school loan before. Mm-hmm. So I said, you know what, let's go and go part-time. I worked at the pharmaceutical place part-time. And then I would go in the morning and work at this uh, patisserie in Santa Clara mm-hmm. in South Bay. And I did that for a little over a year and a half uh, just to train and learn and understand what was going on. Um, and I really liked it. And is this all unpaid? Uh, the first two weeks were I staged. Okay. And then they asked me, do you really want to quit? Because we're going to pay you below what you're making. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. And I said, you know, I spoke with my husband and he said, I think we can manage. Go wow. do what you want. Um, so I did that. Um, and I did that for a year, about a year and a half. And then we left Santa Clara to move to Oakland. So it just was not practical. Mm-hmm. But at that point, I got hired as a food photographer for a food startup in San Francisco. From there, I signed a book deal. I quit and... Um, we're short. We're, we're, you're doing the short, shortened version of it. You don't go from like, I'm going to do food photography for a startup to I get a book. That wasn't the plan. That was definitely not the plan. I never. Is that what really happened? Like it was that fast? It was a lot of luck. Yeah. A lot of luck, not a lot of planning. Because I worked at the startup and that was for a year as their food photographer and I hated it. Mm-hmm. I was actually getting to the point where I just wanted to quit and maybe go back in wow. work in a kitchen. Yeah. Why did you hate it so much? Uh, I was in an environment when everyone making the decisions, 80% of the engineers and the people making decisions on photography or the food had never worked in the business. Mm. And they were failing and no one was listening. And so a lot of, like a couple of the chefs and um, me included, we could see this happening. There was no understanding of customer satisfaction and what people really want Mm. from you versus just sales. Right. And they eventually shut down. Um, So I knew the boat was sinking and I really wasn't proud of what I was doing. And I said, you know what, I need to consider other options. I was looking for freelance jobs at that point. And then I met with the editor of the food and home section of the Chronic- uh, San Francisco Chronicle. Mm. And I said, hey, I'm looking for photography jobs. Um, Did you, like, how do you get that meeting? Do you know John Birdsall? I know John very okay, well. So John's been a really close friend of ours because we live close by. Okay. But he's also been a great mentor. And I asked John, hey, I, do you know anyone at the Chronicle? Because I'm looking for freelance photography jobs. And he introduced me to Paolo, who is my editor at the Chronicle. And then... We had a meeting and Paolo said, I have a couple of ideas. Let me get back to you. And then I think it was about two weeks later, he said, hey, so I think you should write your own food column with us. Wow. And that is not what I went into that meeting for. But then that happened. Right. You were looking for a gig. Yeah. Like, I'll right. do some photos for yeah, you sometime. I wasn't expecting to write because I'm really not a strong writer. And mm, true, I but... went and 
which was really nice. I felt like it was the next stage of evolution for someone who doesn't have that kind of professional experience to get that opportunity. At the same time, a girl, well, an agent reached out to me and asked me if I was interested in writing a book. I said, "Mm, not sure if I have anything to say. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's Mm -hmm. no point in writing a book, right? right? Um, And she said, no, I think you have something to say. Uh, So we spoke about it for a couple of months. This was, I was still working at this startup and doing the column and then I knew I kind of wanted to get out of this place, mm-hmm. but the book deal wasn't my backup plan. It just like worked out at the same time, yeah. And yeah. I was able to quit, so it was all luck. Wow. Um, yeah. It really did happen that way. I've never planned anything like this. I'm not a good planner, so it worked out. But you didn't are, plan. You didn't plan your career success the way. I, it, <laughs> it has, I don't. Has I don't think people together. should plan for success. I think you should just plan to get you know get through the next day yeah Stable. and also yeah. live near to john birds can we but for people who nice don't though. know yeah. john can you can you say about a bit about who john is he's and what bald he does? great okay <laughs> john, this is the I, dragging your friends i show. love john so much too. which is why i'm being so mean he's john um he's been <laughs> on uh, a tv show with anthony bourdain on the San Francisco episode. And, and it's pretty much all you need to know about John. Really? There's right? No, Those two things. No Bald, been on a TV show. Like he's got two James Beard. Oh, 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 oh. He wrote the forward to your book. He did write the forward. Yeah. yeah. Three things that we only need, he, that we need to know about John. He co-authored um, Hawker Fair. Yes. With uh, James. Oh, all right. That's and he's boring. writing the James Beard uh, book. That's right. Yeah. He's really into James Beard. He's a good... He's and real, smart and prolific writer. He's yes. phenomenal. And if uh, you can't tell from my reluctance to compliment him, he's phenomenally talented. He's also very generous with younger writers and people who he you know, feels need to be encouraged. Mm-hmm. And to assholes like me. He's been nothing <laughs> but wonderful. Yeah. He's thoughtful and smart mm-hmm. and incredibly talented. The first thing I ever read of his was uh, his piece for Lucky Peach, America, Your Food is So Gay, yeah. which yeah. just blew my yeah. fucking mind. Yeah, that was just a barn burner. That was a barn burner. Yep. And I'd say the only good thing that came out of Lucky Peach. Uh, that's a hard disagree, <laughs> but we're, I think maybe we're not going to. I never read your pieces. I'm sure you didn't. I didn't read your pieces. That's a real shame for you. Sure. Sure. <laughs> Some of them were good. Some of them were. I bet they good. were all good. No. Fine. No. Hi, Nick. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of fun just watching it. Yeah. 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 Uh, do you want some more sweet tart jelly beans? I do. Okay. Nick, do you like sweet things? I do love sweet things. That's why I went and worked as a pastry cook for a while. What's your what's your favorite thing to make? Anything with citrus or passion fruit. I like tart, really tangy. Yeah. Um with a little bit of sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and I feel like citrus especially passion fruit is also close to that kind of like extreme tanginess. Yeah. I really like that. What are you making now that, that you're excited about? And we'll get to your book in a second. But what are you making now for yourself and that you really love? I did a lemon ice cream a couple of weeks ago, which I've been kind of eating a teaspoon every day. Um, I, like I said, I love lemons. And um, this lemon ice cream had rosemary inside. And for some reason, I've never seen people make marshmallows without peppermint. Hmm. And I don't know why, so I made these lemon poppy seed marshmallows. Wow. Put those in the ice cream and then fried some rosemary for a little bit of crunch oh, wow. and a little bit of sugar. Um, I like texture a lot. Yeah. You can tell. Um, 
but yeah, I feel people need to do a little bit with marshmallows. All right, <laughs> you're a big advocate for marshmallows. I love marshmallows. Like take back marshmallows. It, it's just so soft and spongy. Yeah. And you just want to slap it a little. <laughs> wow. Right. Okay. Tell it what to do. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it's kind of like one of those things, like you can toss them, they bounce off the wall. They have so many applications. How do you feel about a jet puffed? Puffed? Yeah, a jet puffed. A, a um, off-the-shelf marshmallow in a bag. I think they taste too sweet. Okay. Um, you want less less of the Yeah, so syrupy. I like any dessert that I like. It has to have, of course, a certain amount of sugar, but you should be able to taste almost everything that was put into it with okay. intention. Um, so I don't like things that are too sweet. I actually just get sick fast. Like All right. maybe like a couple of spoons and that's it. Yeah. Let's talk about your book. Okay. It's coming out. Yes. October 2nd. So I got a little, I'm digging into my pants because I got a flyer for your book. It's beautiful. Uh, thank you. How do you take a photo of it? So it, it's, it's called season. Yes. Big flavors, beautiful food. <laughs> Love it. Big thank and you. Beautiful. Um, Recipes and Photographs by Nick Sharma of A Brown Table, uh-huh. by John Birdsall. Um, how do you take it? There's, it's a picture of, it looks like cucumbers with something on top, maybe some peppers. I see lime. You're sprinkling things. Mm-hmm. There's motion. There are your hands. Um, and how do you take a picture of yourself? Just look at yourself a lot every day in the mirror. No. Do you? Um, no. <laughs> but I, I mean, there are like certain beauty tips that I can give you if you ever need to well, do so this. So can, yeah. can I, for people, by all means, first of all, go buy the fucking book. Yeah. It's called Season, S-E-A-S-O-N, Big Flavors, Beautiful Food. Let me try that again. Season, Big Flavors, Beautiful Food by Nick Sharma. Your hands are featured prominently and they are beautiful. Thank you. They're beautiful. Thank you. I worked really hard on them. Well, but Did seriously, you? I mean, no, but putting your, like, I'm not going to put my nasty ass hands. Nobody wants to see my hangnails. Yeah. Give us the tips. Um, okay. This is something that I learned because my skin is brown. I always lotion my hands before I photograph myself or my creases will be ashy. Okay. I was called out for this a long time ago. For ashy creases? For ashy, wow. dark, ashy skin. Um, so I can't change the color of my skin, but I can, the ashy thing I get, it doesn't look pleasant. Um, it doesn't, but I mean, I think like for color, like for, I don't know. I, I am as, as pale pink. (laughs) I am, I am rose milk. I'm going to put this in like without trying, I mean, I don't want to offend anyone, but as a person of color, I personally i'm very uncomfortable seeing my skin ashy and when someone pointed that out i always take really good care of my fingers make sure they're always trimmed once a week that's another thing to do trim your nails okay um lotion lotion because no one likes to shake hands with someone with dry skin okay you can tell i apologize i want to apologize for shaking your hand earlier it's okay that'd be terrible yeah (laughs) Other Although tips. A wet hand is also not good. Like a wet a hand too is moist hand. I can give you that a sweaty too hand. If you want. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't uh, a threat. It's yeah, just a promise. You know, it happens. Um, other tips for a beautiful photograph, and not just hands, but a beautiful photograph. There. I'm a minimalist in most of my photos. I do not like too much going on. Uh, so in certain instances, yes, but. 
Um, I'm that individual where I see uh, like my desk at home where I work. Mm -hmm. If I have a lot of sheets of paper, I need to reorganize. If my cat's jumping around, I need to move my cat away. I don't like all that mess. So okay. it's kind of reflected in my photos. If I were to pick up the San Francisco Chronicle uh -huh. and I see your weekly column. Um, it's every other weekend. If I were to pick up the San Francisco Chronicle <laughs> yes. and read your column. Uh-huh. Every other weekend. What am I going to find? Well, you're going to find something interesting and something different. That's what I like to write about. If someone has already done it, there's no point in my repeating the story. Mm -hmm. So I try to share stories that I feel don't get attention or maybe share recipes that people haven't heard about or, you know, kind of few, not fuse. I hate using the word fuse, but California food kind of with an Indian focus. Because hmm. um, those are my strengths, basically. I'm not going to jump into something I don't know about. <laughs> Did you over-deliver on your book? Photos, yes. Okay. Yeah, I did over-deliver on photos. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like where if you were doing this job for somebody else, not that you wouldn't do a wonderful job, but it's Correct. also not your book. Right. This is my first book. It's my first child in many ways. Yeah. So, yeah. Would you? What would you do differently next time? Um... Shoot with the purpose. I think okay. that's a really important thing. Not that I didn't, but, you know, kind of have a plan before you jump into things so you don't waste time uh, because time is um, a really important factor. Are you ready to play a game? Yeah. All right. It's called Lots of Likes. Lots of Likes. Wow. Lori, can you please explain where Lots of Likes came from for our listeners yes. who may have not listened from episode one, which is dumb. Sure. Uh, <laughs> briefly, Lots of Likes was something that was said to me by the bitchiest waiter at a midtown Manhattan steak restaurant when he put the steak down in front of me and I having not had having not taken a single picture all night because there was no reason to the light was bad I said I'm gonna take a picture of my steak and I took a picture of the steak and the waiter came back to me came back to the table having already walked away and said lots of likes like making fun of me for seeking out social media validation wow yeah he's a dick anyway so we've taken back the like yes yeah, so okay <laughs> So this game has nothing to do with that. This but it, was game. Ins it inspired it of like, you know what? It's okay to like things. Yeah. And it's okay to take a picture of a fucking steak if you want to take a picture of it a is, fucking steak. Yeah. If you're not bothering anybody else, take a picture of your goddamn steak. <laughs> so, Nick, uh -huh. do not apologize for the things that you like. What do you like? That is the game. How many likes can you share? Here's okay. how the game goes. Okay. Sounds you ready? intense, yeah. It's terrifying. <laughs> you just... I'll say, what What do you like? And you say, you say something. I say, great, what else do you like? And maybe we'll stop and pause and talk about it. Maybe we'll move on. Okay. You don't know. You don't know. Okay. The only way to win or lose the game. What do I win, though? Not a goddamn thing. Oh, okay. There's no you can, motivation We'll allow now. you to, re, um, to reorder the wires. Yeah, okay, that's, yes. that's a gift. That's yes. a gift in its own. <laughs> you can do whatever you want with those fucking wires. Uh, you win the game. By being brilliant and amazing and just coming okay. up with all kinds, right? Okay. Which and I, or running out of time. Or you run out of time, which, which we have enough time. Okay. I think we're going to beat, I, we could beat you. Um, okay. Or to end the game, and it's winning the game. Okay. It's to tell me to fuck off. That's it. I'm just like, fuck <laughs> off. At run the end. out of patience. <laughs> Yeah. Like Damn. it, it okay. tries you so much and it rattles your nerves so much. You just say, fuck off. And that's, that is your safe word. Okay. You ready? Okay. Nick. Sharma, yeah. what do you like? Butter. 
What else? Lemons. Wait, wait, let's go back to butter. Salted, unsalted, both. Why? Salted. Okay. Why? Because I saw Martha Stewart once on Instagram. This comes back to the likes, I guess. She had a piece of toast and she said, you know, I use butter and I add salt to it. And it just adds a little bit of an extra flan. If Martha does it, then everybody should. All right, everybody get on the salt and right. butter cake. Like, she fucking said it. All right, lemons. Lemons. Okay, how? I mean, we've heard the ice cream. We right. got that. We got the marshmallows. Right. You the poppy that. seed. Fine. What else? God, I'm going to sound so basic. Lemonade. That's not basic. Oh, uh, lemon I think- curd. I really like lemon mm. curd. I'm like, I'm huge into lemon curd. And I, when I make it, I actually don't share it with anyone. There are a couple <laughs> of things I feel... You don't have to share with your significant other. Of course, that's fine. How would you? How how are you going to eat that? You're going to spoon that in to your mouth, or are you going to put it on something? Are we talking a shortbread? Tarts. Or? Fine. Uh, or between cookies. Okay. What kind of cookie? Uh good question. Usually graham crackers. I might think. Well, we'll take it. What else do you like? Uh what else do I like? I love caramel. Um, I like it to be very bitter. I'd mm. w- break it down. How do you make it bitter? Just burn it a little longer. To where the sugar is almost black. Really? Almost black, yeah. And if you do um, ice cream, yeah, it's a good place to go if it's dark because it makes mm. it really brown and you get these deep, rich notes. Nice. What else do you like? Um, I like to garden. What are you growing? Um, nothing right now. What are your top five things to grow in a garden? Go. Number one. Pomegranates, because mostly it's been an una- unachievable thing for me. California, but that sounds crazy hard. Is it? I don't know. Well, it's been hard in my hands. We've only had one fruit in four years on this tree. Is it a is it a light thing or a heat thing? What? Uh, I think it's an time? age thing. Like as yeah. the plant ages, it gets better at producing fruit. Okay. Uh, okay. The first few years, so the it drops or right. something, something okay. like that. Yeah. All right. So that's number one. Number two, um, lemons, okay. which Considering that I live in California, we've had a lemon a lemon tree that has produced a lemon a year only. It so, blooms. And I, I'm giving feedback here, just observing it. Yes. I don't think you're good at gardening at this <laughs> I'm point. Actually, I haven't killed anything. <laughs> I've just not been fruitful. <laughs> okay, mm. fine. All right. It's going to pay off. Number, number three. Figs. I'm huge into figs, and I've always had success with figs. Fine. Fine, for the record. So that's three, for right? For the record. Yep, number four. Lavender, because I've had success. You don't need to do anything in mm-hmm. California. You dump it in the ground and it blooms all year round. And wow. number five. Passion fruit. Not doing... See, that is fascinating. Fascinating. You're going mostly trees. Passion fruit is a vine. It is? I had no idea. So you Describe it. Today. I've learned lots of it's things It's actually... Today. Um, I, wouldn't, I don't know if it's invasive, but it's a fast-growing vine. Really? It, yeah. Pretty fast. And so are you going to put that on a fence? Where we already have that? one on a fence. Okay. Then I planted another one and then I forgot to do the little wiring thing that people do. Yes. Mm. And so it overgrew as it does. And now the whole thing has formed a, a mesh by itself and it's falling over on <laughs> the trees. <laughs> wow. So. But it, that sounds nice. Yeah. Wow. Have you yielded a passion fruit yet? Not yet. We've had flowers, but. Oh my God. I know it's he like he can only grow oh, lavender. He can't do anything else. And figs, I can grow figs. I doubt it. No, I think you're lying. You can't grow a single one of those things Nick, here I'm on joking. the east coast. I'm joking. You can grow figs on the east coast. Okay, that's right. And pomegranates yes. too. All right. Okay. I'm. Yeah, we don't fact check here. <laughs> yeah. I am wrong. Happy I used to live in wrong. DC before. So, so how I'm surprised about pomegranates though. I thought I didn't think it was. I don't know California enough. I just don't think of them as an east coast. Thing. It sheds. 
in uh-huh. winter and comes back. Okay. Wow. I'm excited to see what happens this year. Thank you. It's going to be great. You don't grow tomatoes. Um, cherry tomatoes are really easy, so I've done that. Okay. Um, the yield is pretty good. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. It's a container. Mm-hmm. You doing containers or in the ground? Uh, containers for tomatoes. Okay. What yeah. else do you like? I do not like roses. The mm. game is, what do you I like? I like roses less than everything else. <laughs> 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 was that? Excellent. That was a cheat and we'll allow it. Can uh, we get some New York likes? Since you're visiting New York from... I California. love coming to New York. I like the fact that when I come to New York, I'm actually alone. So I can shop as much as I want. Uh-huh. And then I buy my husband one little thing. And then say, look, I thought about you. Oh. And then doesn't think about anything else. And that's so... Always work. And then you sneak in like a dozen bags from. Yeah, and I do that. I, I do that at home too. But when I come to New York, it's better because then I just ship everything before I go. Oh, <laughs> you're smart, so you're not Jeez. walking in with a bunch of stuff. Right. And since he's gone so much, it'll show up. Correct. And then he'll say, "Oh, like, where did this show up from?" And I say, "It's, it's always been there. It's always just kind of true. It's been there for two weeks, but you weren't yeah. You weren't yeah. here, but it's always been here. Yeah. What'd you pick up on the trip? On this trip, I haven't had a chance, but I wanted to go to Bonnie Slotnick cookbooks. Yeah, it was just there last weekend. Yeah? Yeah. Um, I I saw some cookbooks. Yeah? Yeah. I was look, looking for this old Jacques Pepin cookbook on technique. I'm going to see if she has it. Yeah. Nick, you won. I did? <laughs> yeah. Good. Good job. So I guess these wires. <laughs> you can reorder the wires. You can rearrange you can... the wires, and then we have pass, to though. get you back to your conference. Yes, I do need to go back. Where I hope you make lots of friends. Thank you. Say gossipy, mean things quietly to your friends that are I'll there about to, other I'll do people. I'll try to. I'll do my best. <laughs> uh, you have to say nice things about us. It's a requirement. I'll try. <laughs> find find something with a little bit of enjoyed. salt, though. A little bit of salt. In what it. would you say? What's the criticism? Well, you'll only have to find out, right? If it's a rumor, you have to. No, you have it. to tell me now. Oh, let's let's let it get say back it. to us. Like, yeah, no, let it get back. It. I like that. No, say yeah. some yeah. shit. Say tell, some shit right to our face. Let's that go. You think we might know, and then we'll see if it gets back to us. I mean, that's a bad cord management. Is that all you've got, I'm, Nick? You know, IKEA makes these little things. I think that you could. Oh, the container store may have those little things they do at Christmas. Do you know what? Mm. He's going to kick me out. (laughs) Invite? No. Here's here's what I'd like you to do, OCD guy. Uh huh. You send me some cord management tools and I'll use them. All right. I mean, you've got a lot of disposable income, from what I can tell. No. Time, yes. (laughs) Disposable time, yes. Income, I wish. Well, I see nothing but success in your future. Congratulations you. on the book. Thank Congratulations you. Congratulations on your every other week column. Thank you. You're a delight. Thank you. So they say. <laughs> they <laughs> so are correct. You say. So you say. Thank so you for having I. me. Absolutely. Thank you for right. coming, Nick. Bye, Nick. Bye. Bye. Follow Lori on social media. She's packing up, so I'm going to do this while she gets ready to leave. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Carb Face. We we love you. I'm going to say it, and I mean it. We love you. She's singing in the background. You can't hear her. We do love you. We love you, listener. Thank you. Uh, What should you do? You should follow Lori doing God's work on all of our social media channels. We've got the Twitter. We've got... Uh, the unhingedness of Instagram. Get there. Go. Why are you waiting? Bye, Lori. What else could you do? You know what? 
subscribe to this goddamn podcast if you're listening for the first time just go there like look look at your device and go "Eh, yeah i can subscribe to this you know what else you can do tell a friend it may not feel like a big deal we don't ask for anything of you other than subscribe tell a friend that's easy if you even choose one of those god bless god bless you're a mensch you're something i don't know what to call you other than thank you so much we'll see you next time Lori's already gone but bye 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 bye